It's special mini episode 9 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. That's right. It's been a long time since we dropped a midweek mini episode, so we are long past due to drop special episode, special mini episode, number 9. You hear this here? This is uh, an eight-year-old Vietnamese kid called Dai Hoc Dem, and the song is called Piggy. Isn't that cute? The song is about wanting to play instead of doing homework. <laughs> I thought, what what uh, better episode to uh, to play that? I've had that one in my pocket for a while, and I wanted to share it with you. I'm gonna. I'm going to hand things off because this episode is not about me. This episode is about Rachel's chart chat, and we've got a special one for you. So I'm going to hand things off to our friend, Rachel from Des Moines right now, with the chart chat. Take it away, Rachel. Thanks, Andy. Hello, and welcome back to Rachel's chart chat for another week. Thanks to everyone who listened last week. If you had any songs from the chart picks turn up in your Spotify wrapped top 100, 101, please let me know. I would find that delightful. I know Jeffrey from VJ Big Suit has shared with me that the YouTube algorithm has started serving him songs from the show, which is always fun to see. By the way, his show is back. Be sure to follow twitch.tv slash VJ Big Suit to see when he is streaming next. For the 1970s chart this week, we're in November 25th of 1978. And of course, there's plenty of disco on the chart to be sure, but also a good mix of other genres. I recently learned that 1980 was the only year the Grammys had a disco category, and the award fittingly went to Gloria Gaynor for her song I Will Survive, along with the song's producers Dino Farrakis and Freddie Perrin. Getting into the picks at number 68, we have A Little More Love from Olivia Newton-John, as it make it to number 3, and this was in that post-Greece pre-Xanadu time, and the album it was on was called Totally Hot. And besides this one, it had three other charting singles. The songwriter for this one was John Farrar, who also wrote Hopelessly Devoted to You and You're the One That I Want from the Grease movie soundtrack. I read that uh, she had an image change around this time, kind of a la Sandy at the end of Grease. And of note, um, last week we had the 74 chart. She was at number 100 with I Honestly Love You. And then this week, our 80s chart, she's at number one with Physical. At number 51, we have Hot Chocolate with Every One's a Winner. This would make it to number 6. And Hot Chocolate were a UK group founded by Errol Brown vocalist and Tom Wilson. And this is the third single off of their fourth album, also called Everyone's a Winner. I think this might get overshadowed a little bit by You Sexy Thing. Like if people think of Hot Chocolate, that might be the first one that comes to mind. But I think it's having a little more resurgence. I know the cover of it was used in the trailer for I, Tonya. At number 42 is New York Groove by Ace Fraley. This will make it to number 13. And so this was part of the whole uh, Kiss solo albums extravaganza of uh, late 78. The band members all simultaneously released solo albums on September 18th of 78. They famously quote unquote shipped platinum 
um, but many of those were known to be end up in cutout bins or simply returned to the label. But yeah, each band member had their own album, and each released singles. Uh, three of them, three of the guys had singles make it into the Hot 100, but only uh, Ace Frehley's made it to the hot, the top 40. Um, this song was written by our guy Russ Ballard, and the original version was done by the band Hello. And I researched these singles a little bit, and it turns out that between December 2nd and of the 78 and January 20th of 79, on that Hot 100, you could find three of the four KISS band members with their single, solo album singles. Oh, and I think it's interesting, but this song was used in the documentary about the Cannibal Cop and also the Anthony Weiner documentary. At number 34 is I'm Every Woman by Shaka Khan. This make it to number 21. This is her first solo single post Rufus, and it was from the album Shaka. And I first heard this via the Whitney Houston cover off of the Bodyguard soundtrack, and which that her version made it to number four. Of course, at the time, I didn't know it was a cover. Um, although in the song, at, at the end, Whitney shouts out Shaka a couple times, and then she does also appear in the video with some other uh, singer, singers. For me, I personally, I, even though I grew up on the Whitney version, I think I prefer Shaka Khan's original, but they're both good. They're just, I think it's interesting how Whit they interpreted it for Whitney's version as well. At number 24, we have Pablo Cruz with Don't Want to Live Without It. This will make it to number 21. This is off of their fourth album, Worlds Away, and this was a follow-up single to Love Will Find a Way. Didn't do as well, but um, the producer for this album was Bill Schnee, who was also the engineer on Steely Dan's Asia and Gaucho and he won Grammys for those albums. Just another fun one from Pablo Cruz. For some reason, the play counts on this one on Spotify are way lower than some of the other, what I think of as their other big songs, so check it out. At number nine, we have Time Passages by Al Stewart. I'll get a couple of notches higher to number seven. This is the first single off of the, his album of the same name, which was his eighth, and it had an album cover done by Hypnosis, who's well known for Pink Floyd and many other uh, interesting album covers. Al Stewart is a Scottish singer-songwriter. He's best known for Year of the Cat. Uh, time Passages really speaks to me for some reason. That's one of those ones I can just get in a certain mood and just want to throw it on repeat. I will say I greatly prefer the single edit on this one. And there was a you know, remastered re-release that came out recently. And so they have that single edit available on Spotify for us, which is nice. And finally, from the 70s this week, at number 7, we have I Just Want to Stop by Gino Vanelli. That would make it to number 4. And this is the first single off of his sixth album, Brother to Brother. At, the, at that time, this was his biggest U.S. hit, and it ended up being his biggest hit overall. And he also had uh, another top 10 hit, Living Inside Myself, at number 6. And honestly, both of these, yeah, if you're spiraling, great ones to just throw on repeat, listen to it over and over again. Um, in the lyrics to this one, it starts out with a little shout-out to Montreal. And that's um, actually Gino Vanilli's hometown, so showing his Canadian pride there. Turning to the 80s this week, we're in November 28th of 1981. And starting out at number 90, we have the song Anyone Can See by Irene Cara. They'll go on to make it to number 42. And this was off of her album of the same name. Prior to this, she had been on the Fame soundtrack in 1980, but she'd also been a child star. And she had a Spanish language album, Esta Es Irene, that came out when she was little. She appeared on the talent shows on TV, 
She was from the Bronx originally. So yeah, this came out uh, after Fame and then before Flashdance. So she's kind of like uh, Yvonne Elliman having these, you know, huge soundtrack songs, but then also having, you know, solo albums and singles in her own right. This really shows off her beautiful vocal talent. It's a little bit of a different style from the soundtrack, up-tempo soundtrack song she's known for. At number 79 is I Heard It Through the Grapevine by Roger, which is uh, Roger Troutman. And 79 is as high as this would get. This is off of his debut solo album, which came out between Zap 1 and 2. And it was entitled The Many Facets of Roger. And songs from that album later appeared on a greatest hits under the name of Zap and Roger. Um, this is just kind of a fun one. It's really interesting what he did with the song, you know, using his trademark style. And I think it's interesting to point out that this came out so it's late 81. And then the Marvin Gaye version was used in the Big Chill soundtrack in 1983. And then, of course, uh, the California Brazens had it in 86. So, you know, did this lead to the song coming back in popularity i don't i couldn't say but it's just interesting to note uh number 36 is poor man's son by survivor now make it to number 33 this is off of their second album premonition when they had dave bickler on lead vocals and that's the same as who sang on eye of the tiger uh, but it's different than some of the other survivor songs we've discussed on here this is gonna sound like i'm bsing you here but i was just wondering like how did these guys go from having these albums that just didn't do so great and you know singles that you know barely cracked in the top 40 to being on this huge soundtrack for eye the tiger and it turns out sylvester stallone had heard this song and reached out to the band and asked them to do a song for his movie that sounded like a combination of poor man's son and another one bites the dust so it's funny to think that I have something in common with Sylvester Stallone because I really like this song. From the first time I heard it, it really grabbed me, and I'm glad that we got around to it so I could share it with you guys on the picks. And I also hope that that's a true story because it's too good not to be. Reggie was tangled up in my headphone. I had to untangle him. At number 33 is Never Too Much by Luther Vandross. This is his debut single, and according to Wikipedia, he wrote, composed, produced, and performed it, which is pretty incredible. And he had been in some other groups and doing backup vocals, but this is his first solo single under his name. Made it to number 33 on the pop charts, but it was a number one hit on R&B. And Luther Vandross was from New York City, and in high school, he founded a Patti LaBelle fan club, and he was the president of it. And then later, the two of them became friends. And Luther Vandross is another uh, great person to read up on if you just know the name but not the story. And finally from the 80s this week at number 27 is Turn Your Love Around by George Benson. Let's make it to number 5. And this was a new song that was included on his greatest hits compilation, the George Benson Collection. And there's lots of yacht personnel on this one, uh, including the songwriters Bill Champlin, Jay Graydon, and Steve Lukather. There's not a lot to say about this one, but just another fun one up-tempo from George Benson. And uh, yeah, check it out. Before we go, I want to share with you an amazing chart fact that I learned from my friend Talia while we were talking about. Um, she had a George Harrison song in her Spotify wrapped, and she shared with me, In the UK, the best-selling single by any member of the Beatles, solo or collectively, is a Paul McCartney Christmas song called Mull of Kintyre. Like, that song did better than literally any Beatles single, or Imagine, or Maybe I'm Amazed, etc. And she said that she learned this off of a quiz show called Only Connect. So I wanted to pass that along to the listeners. Well, that's about all from me this week. Thanks so much for listening. Back to you, Andy. Thank you, Rachel. Awesome stuff, as always. This has been special mini-episode number nine of the People Are the Enemy podcast. 
When we have a theme song, it's Walrus Love by Nokia Ocean. You can find that song and more at pizzapuppies.bandcamp.com. My name is Andy Mascola. You can purchase my novels via Amazon and other online book retailers in both paperback and ebook formats for as little as $1.99. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you, Rachel from Des Moines. We love you. Peace.